0: Let's talk Chris Cyborg, former UFC featherweight champion, Strikeforce champion, and Invicta champion, hailing from Curitiba, Brazil. Let's get into and unpack what's been unfolding. She thought Felicia Spencer went distance. Won that fight Fought the contract out And now we're looking at negotiations Or we were 21 victories 17 KO's 4 decisions 2 losses One being a kickboxing Actually no, one being her first or second fight Um, And then the most recent um, loss quick loss to Amanda Nunes, that's where it all starts, this is where it comes to a head because there's been drama from before Chris Cyborg even entered the UFC. Now let's just get it correct and straight off the bat, Christina Cyborg is a pioneer in regards to women's mixed martial arts wmma along with some others then let's rewind in time strike force ufc two women champions Rousey cyborg the fans the commentators we're all talking about who is the best. Eventually, after some time, Christina came over to the UFC. They wanted her to cut ridiculous amounts of weight even further to go down to 135 or even down to 140. And I'm sure there is a documentary highlighting her plight (coughs) in regards to trying to make such such a weight. So that fight never took place, I think they wanted to obviously bring her in as the the heel, as they say, um, maybe for some crazy reason, um, and this is subjectional, um, subjectional, obviously, Rousey was marketed as this vixen, this badass as they call her, the baddest woman on the planet, she had a you know, she'd walk out to the ring looking all mean and all this kind of stuff. But outside of the ring, she was, uh, you know, they painted her some sort of damsel. She was the the hottest, you know, combat sportswoman and all this sort of stuff. And then we look at Cyborg. And she's been compared to Vandilay's Silver and all kind of stuff because she has more of a muscular physique. And we can't leave this out. She, um was caught for taking steroids or some sort of performance enhancing drug yeah she paid her debt for that so there's been a number of women fighters who have saying that she's a cheater and they'll never fight her etc etc out of principle some are saying this and I would say a large majority are using that as an excuse because we know within combat sports, within all sort of competitive sports, people are cheating in multiple different ways. A lot of the times it's by taking some form of um, additional uh, supplements. So, you know, we can't close our eyes to this. Unfortunately, people are, are, um, by nature, are competitive. And some people are, um, let's say, weak. Or too competitive, and will look for anything to gain an an, an, an advantage. So I'm watching the uh, the the cyborg and Spencer fight, and I'm listening to um, the commentary, um, Joe Rogan in particular. And I'm hearing these wacky comments um, about cyborgs looking exhausted and. This isn't looking too too good etc and um, again subjectional but she didn't look um <laughs> exhausted to me I mean she went five rounds with um, Holly Holmes didn't she very high paced um I am I, saying the commentary the commentary for that fight not by all but the people who were, you know, talking on said fight <coughs> were very biased were very biased it, it, it sort of leads me to believe that the writing on the wall for Chris Cyborg was always there, kind of thing and even Joe Rogan himself has made crazy comments um, about her physique but then at the same time oh, but she's she's, you know She's a lovely lady, etc. They all, they, a lot of people seem to be doing this. They'll make these off cough statements about her looking like a man, etc. There's all this horrible stuff on the internet about her being a transsexual and all these kind of horrible stuff, bullying, <laughs> again. And unfortunately, when you put yourself into the public eye, you are going to get love and you are going to get hate it's as simple as that so you you do have to have a a tough skin but at the same time if you're working for an organization and they're making similar sort of comments and not really backing you it can become a quite a tumultuous relationship work-wise of course she's an independent contractor but you know deals have been made conversations have been had so they can both work together and and prosper so after the events after UFC events, the press conference I'm pretty sure everyone has listened or watched this um, instant take place or the conversation and it was very telling Chris Iborg and even the, the day after or two days after when she appeared on uh, ESPN MMA with Ariel Huani, the same sentiments were echoed she wants to maintain her brand she wants to be respected she wants to be backed by the company she's representing and she wants to have a better negotiation or things in place when the negotiation is done regarding her contract um this was echoed she brought up bullying it's affecting her family her children um, not the fact that we're not talking about fighting, we're talking about her physical appearance. Now, some people will say, "We'll agree with these these crazy statements and say, yeah, she looks like a man, etc. I wouldn't say that, and I would mentioned there's a lot of people who do say that. She's very athletic, most definitely. Um, it depends on your outlook. You know, I would say that she uh, is a feminine woman, she's definitely, she has maybe potential masculine overtones based upon muscle, um, but she's even done, um, sort of modeling photo, you know, modeling shots and stuff in, for magazines, so she's, she's, it's, it's, it's disturbing, to say the least, I think this is a lot to, just to bring headlines, to cause people alarm especially um, Chris Cyborg it's not the best it really isn't the best I think the UFC are are really dropping the ball in the way they're handling this and then Dana coming out with uh, Laura that interview that they released on the um, YouTube page for UFC which was clearly damage control clearly it's funny how um, Dana loves to clean stuff up and go back on it on I mean, what he says. There'll never be a woman's division, remember? That's almost one of the famous lines that he says. Clearly there's multiple women divisions in here. He's called he said that she looks like Vandal Vandalay Silva. He's the one who said that. <coughs> and now uh, he's trying to clear it up by saying oh no I was I was making I was asking it was a media scrub and they was asking me questions and blah 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 and I said this one thing and people have just taken a snippet. And they don't know the full context and that could be well in that could be well and true correct statement the context we all need to understand what the context was when people make statements definitely it's an untenable situation where people um, are working within an environment where you've got smiles in your face and then you turn around and they're talking all kind of reckless and disrespectful stuff um, From Dana White, to Joe Rogan, to Brendan Sharp. I mean, they're all doing it. They say, oh, she's a wonderful, she's a really nice lady, and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, she looks like a man, though. You know, she's not pretty, you know, like um, uh, Michelle Waterson, or all this folly, okay? It's all folly. So let's listen to um, some of what uh, Mr. Sharp has to say. Mm.
1: This was an amazing win. Um, The Chris Cyborg, Felicia Spencer. Isn't it weird? Don't you think it's weird how everyone roots against Cyborg? Because people were over my house and I found everyone rooting for Felicia Spencer. Me too. But I know Cyborg personally, I know how good of a person she is. And I was I'm like, these people don't know Cyborg, they don't know Felicia Spencer, but they root for Felicia because she looks the part, opposed to Cyborg. That has to be the only reason why you wouldn't root for Cyborg. Because she looks like she's physically enhanced, right?
0: Physically enhanced? <laughs> of course, I think both ladies are physically enhanced because they're doing cardio where they're doing a multiple mixed martial arts. And they're, they're doing weights. Now, Felicia looking the part. Looking the part for what exactly? Because she had like, quite a lot of um, body fat on her. She wasn't toned. Far from it. She looked quite pudgy. You know? She looked like a literally like a woman. She didn't look a woman fighter. She she performed as such, but lookwise, cyborg looked like the fighter. Yeah, I feel bad for her. I, I, I kinda of feel bad,
1: but people are like, well she did take PDs. I know I get that. I do I definitely get that it changed her physicality and she, you know her structure's different and she hits like a fucking Mack truck. But I don't I don't know one person when she fights where you root for her. I do, I know her I know a person, right? Great, nice one of the nice people so in right. like the sport. Like you've
0: seen it better, chin. you Is he that he hit a double talk? Three three times he goes back and forth. I don't know why everyone doesn't root for her. The people who were over at my house and they were rooting for, for Spencer rather than Cyborg. I mean, I was too, but she's a lovely girl. I know her personally. This... Well, have we got like, um, schizophrenic people on, on as, um, quote-unquote, celebrities and, and, and pundits and commentators and stuff? <laughs> Within what seconds?
1: She says that she's getting bullied, like her daughter's getting bullied in school because of her. And, you know, a lot of this hate for her, despite her physical looks, her physical traits, would be because the narrative the UFC paints every time of her. Like Dana White goes, she doesn't want to fight Amanda Nunes, so then everyone jumps on that. Or, you know, he said, you know, she looks like Vanderlei Sim with braids. So Dana gives everybody the okay to shit on Cyborg. She's never been treated right in her entire career. When she fought for Scott Coker, he highlighted her, treated her right. Um, but outside that, man, it's always been the kind of this sad story. I find her old, her, especially her UFC career. You got to remember, when she came to the UFC, they went, yeah, come on over. But you got to make 140. She's like, what the fuck, man? She's just never, she's never had a good relationship. They, they've never kind of rallied around her. It's heartbreaking. But at the same time, it's heartbreaking at the same time. You can see why they don't. Like, if... Like, I try to put myself in the UFC shoes, like, I can kind of see how they don't because... I don't want to say this without hurting her feelings. Because if you're trying to grow the sport of female fighting and you show someone like Cyborg, I think that would actually deter girls from fighting. Is that fair to say?
0: No, it isn't. (laughs) what planet does <laughs> what planet does he live on <laughs> 145 is a 145 pound weight class limits where people are cutting weight to get down to these to these, these these weight classes all of them do it for feather bantam they're all cutting weight so come on that fucked up. why because she looks
1: like if, if you show me Rhonda, or you show me Paige Van Zandt or you show me. This this isn't a sexist thing, this is a very black and white thing. If you show me Paige, you show me Rhonda, you show me Misha Tate, you show me who's the ultimate fucking dime piece. What's the. Uh, Rich Yes, Rich Oswich. I mean, she could be on the front cover of Playboy, she could be on the front cover of UFC Magazine, she could be.
0: Uh, so wait a minute. <laughs> Couldn't Christina Seibel be on Playboy? ...on the front of UFC magazine... ...what's he on about? What on earth is he on about? I think... ...Sharp didn't take his medication... ...he didn't take his medication... ...or... ...he's on that ayahuasca stuff... ...because he hangs around with Rogan... ...or... um, ...the edible stuff... ...he's... ...you know... ...he he can't be himself... ...he can't be... ...like... ...um... ...thinking... ...straight... (laughs)
1: Him. She could be at the Playboy Mansion. And then she can punch you in the face. So she's the hottest fighter of all time, right? She looks ridiculous. If you show girls that, and girls go, those pretty girls are doing it? But if you show them cyborg, 99.9% of the female population does not look like cyborg. Girls can go, I definitely can't do that, man. That's what it takes to be a cage fighter. I can't do that. So if, you, if you're the UFC... You're not gonna drive that narrative of, hey, watch cyborg fight. Your dad's not investing in the future. Is that super fucked up to say? I know what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, because I like, hear, like, because
0: it's the same thing with Roy Nelson. They really. What? <laughs> so what he's basically saying <laughs> is that they want like lingerie mixed martial arts going on. Where the women—it's just about the aesthetic looks of women, rather than about their personality and their ability to be able to win fights. Well, is this like a wank fest or something, or is this actually watching competitive flipping uh, combat sports?
1: Push because exactly the they didn't want to go. Hey, look at Roy. He looks out of shape, even though he's a world-class fighter, even though he has a, a world-class uh, history record, won the Ultimate Fighter. There's so. Many. Knockout artists They didn't go all in on Roy Because they didn't want to Let everyone know Hey You can look like You just came off The bar stool And knock world class Athletes out So they didn't really Push Roy either Yeah And they are not pushing Cyborg either But they push a guy Like Sage Northcutt They push a guy You know You you think of all the guys In your head Darren Till Conor McGregor There's It it, it, it moves the needle for them in that direction To invest in the legacy of the sport Does that make sense? Is this super fucked up what I'm saying right now? Do you remember? My favorite fighter was Chuck O'Dell, right? So back in the day There was all these dudes that are steroided out They look huge And Chuck would just knock everyone out And I was like, dude He looks like a dude uh, Obviously he had like a shaved size and stuff And a mohawk But he didn't look like Kevin Kevin Randall Randall? Yeah, exactly When he fought Kevin Randall Yes he knocked him down Yeah, I was like That's why I was such a huge fan Because you didn't expect it Fedor too Fedor Ultimate dad butt. He, yeah, looked they, like, he looked like Hopper before I did. <laughs> but he was knocking the best of the best out where he'd be like, what the fuck? With guys, it's different because they did push Chuck. Right. Uh, they did, but Chuck was in like... Yeah, but with girls too, it's like... You know... They... they, they hmm, With Rhonda. they pushed her. With complete package, badass. Yeah. Moved, moved the sport. Yeah. I feel like with Cyborg, to her detriment, and I don't think it's fair, but... Pull, take out my relationship with Cyborg. Say I do not know her, and I'm from a different sport or different business, and they put me into the UFC marketing chair. And I go, all right, okay, here we go. And at the time, let's say Cyborg champ, and I'm looking at all the layout of the land. I go, what's going on here? And they give me the background, like, that's tough, man. And I look at Paige Van, saying, like, what's going on here? And what, and what's my number? I gotta sell tickets and I got involved, I need,
0: I need to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Again, this dude is talking from his pants, man. What, what on earth is he talking about? Isn't it, isn't it about if people get knocked out or submitted and stuff? Paige Van Zenz, She's she goes to the wheel with that little side spinning kick thing all the time. She's, oh, she's cool. Which, <laughs> you know, what on earth is she on about? Misha Tate former champion, yeah? Um... Ronda Rousey, former champion, she was, a, she was a horrible ambassador for the sport, but anyway. Or memberships for female fighters, alright, we're going to push these people.
1: Yeah. So I get it from that standpoint, I'm not saying it's fair, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I understand from a business standpoint what the UFC is doing, it's easier. That's but right. I don't approve of the way Dana's gone about shaming Cyborg. Yeah, uh, that's totally not no, it's not cool. Throwing shade at her non-stop. And then when I find out her kid's being bullied in school, it just breaks your heart, yeah. man. And then, I I, I I mean, there's no way to do this. So this is with any, any person in uh, the uh, public eye. If you could just meet Cyborg, man, you would not throw those comments at her online yeah. or anything like that. It's incredible when you actually meet her. Yeah, oh, she's super, super nice. Super the nice person she is, yeah. So nice. You know, even today you know they're going back and forth and you see like footage of Dana White behind the scenes with Cyborg and she's like I told you I texted you after you know, the newest fight I want a rematch and he was just kind of like I know I know and he said something about business or whatever that's yeah. what she said yeah but even this morning you know she's kind of thinking of maybe not resigning yeah he started saying again something she's like scared. yeah she wants to fight easier competition Outside the UFC? It's because it's a negotiating power. Of course, yeah, yeah, right? Because now if she goes to Bellator, she goes to Ryzen, there you go. She's afraid. She's afraid. Inside
0: we're... Uh, I can't listen to anymore. (laughs) But you you heard. You heard the double talk. It was back, it was forth. It was back, it was forth. Towards the end of the thing, it was, she's lovely, she's a lovely lady, and all this other stuff, etc. Hmm... If, uh, her face clearly doesn't fit, quote unquote. Her um, her ethos, uh, her mission statements, you know, her morals are clearly not in line with with the, what the UFC are, are trying to do this sports entertainment thing and if it's sports entertainment and surely cyborg should be one of the biggest selling things there it's sports entertainment if they're saying that she looks like a flipping um a man in a dress etc but she clearly isn't isn't that what, what aren't people gonna tune in to watch that kind of stuff quote unquote freak shows i mean that that's in essence what they're saying um it's terrible it's absolutely terrible she's gonna do a lot better she will do a lot better unless this is some kind of more marketing ploy um, she will do a lot better than PFL doing that um, three fights and then she wins three or is it three or four fights and she shoot three yeah three fights and she'll win a million she can go up against and um, pit her skills up against um, Kayla Harrison yeah, no. I mean, I know it's 155, but she she can she can do that. That shouldn't be no problem. Um it was Sarah Kaufman's in there as well. You got Bellator, both. Julia Julia Bud, who's a 145 champion, who looked very good in her um, last defense over the the uh, Israeli woman. Um, was it a second round um, TKO? But that's two organizations straight off the bat. Then we've got Ryzen where Gabby got is series and I think they're actually friends. Um, mm, yeah. That's an option. One championship, which I think would be more of a viable option based upon you know the grasp and penetration throughout Asia and the global market. I mean they've got the biggest share. So she's got some options man, she got some options and I think going to one championship. I think that would be a perfect fit with her ethos, her brand, the Sidewalk Nation, because charity and the organization itself, they're not into this sports, entertainment, flipping WWE type foolishness. They want to instill the values of integrity, honor, discipline. Yeah? They want to help shape the minds of the youngsters coming up you know so they're not gonna be bullying people online and all that kind of foolishness so um some big options man some big options and some opportunities I mean how about this Cyborg goes PFL she does the full season of that wins the mill gets the bell um then does Bellator couple, of, couple of fights, gets the bell, then there's the one championship thing and then Caps finishes off her career there, so she can say she's been Strike Strikeforce UFC uh, PFL, Bellator and then one champion, that's that's the move that's the motivation um, trust me if she hears that she might want to try and follow a similar blueprint but financially she'll she'll be better off at um I would say she'll be better off at one championship personally but career wise she can follow that sort of that, that mode but I don't think she needs to do anything now with the UFC based upon all this stupid stuff that's going on um it would be great to see that that, that run back Nunes versus uh, Cyborg 2 I think they both deserve that and I think we as um the viewers of the compass sport deserve that whether it happened at this stage we don't know but it it never say never with dana (laughs) and the ufc stranger things have happened stranger things have happened and it's interesting last thing on this it's interesting that dana's defending um, grand demeanor whereas when she wouldn't defend the title He was costing her and they stripped her from the stripped her of the title and this and that and now on that interview thing he's, he's he's praising and commending her in essence saying yeah well you know um she doesn't want to fight cyborg out of a principle and you've got to respect that <sighs> yeah yeah Show some compassion. This is supposed to be a employee-employer situation. All of this nasty stuff shouldn't even be in the media. It's wrong, it's market, the marketing beast behind that, IMGW, whatever hell, who actually own that team, it should be looking at it in a total different way and saying, wait, let's, we withdraw back from all this. This, this, this isn't right, this isn't right. Um, Cyberbullying, bullying as a whole is not acceptable. She's a fighter, a mother, a daughter, an auntie, you know, she's got feelings, man. Be the best you can be and stop with the hate, man, stop with the hate. Like, comment, subscribe and share CFR Sports.
2: Is it God or is it to be gods or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure? or something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest Or do you live to conquer, kill any imposter who tries to stop what you plight No matter what you will for? Or do you think you're heaven sent? Well please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you here to play ball cause you make it look so effortless? Like are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people? To teach and show them that they have a choice? Or Are you just a demon? Here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing. Are you here to spread Jesus? Cause you had one all your life. And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite. Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all, people, until the questions are gone. With that said, when I'm dead, I'll die with questions. I answer like, is there Curve Azor, is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer? You believe in the Lord, but the Lord goddamned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you